Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to an extra special 90 Day Fiancé Omnibus. This is Blighty Day Fiancé. My name is Michelle. I'm Robin. Hello. Hello. That was quite feeble, wasn't it? I'm Robin. Hello. Yeah, I think that's a little better. That's more in in keeping with the the right tone. Mm -hmm. We are a pair of uh, married podcaster slash... TV aficionados who recap reality TV dating shows, mm-hmm. uh, principally the the ninety day metaverse. I think it's officially the ninety day universe. Okay, well the ninety day extended. They genuinely had ninety day universe on a slide. Okay, yeah, we saw right. part of the whole. HBO Discovery mergey thingy, yeah. Okay. Well, it's officially a universe. We'll file that under things that no one cares about. Um, if Release you're the Snyder Cut. If you're just tuning in, you don't know that we're actually recording this on a Facebook Live that we just randomly decided to do because yeah. sometimes we do that. People are looking at our faces. People are looking at our faces. They're looking at my hands. For us, it's very distracting because um, there's a delay on the Facebook feed, obviously. So we're going to try to be a little bit more careful than normal with our language because... No. Sorry, you can swear on Facebook. No, you can't. Can you not? No. (gasps) Really? I'll just say Zuck instead of... Uh, Do what you like. Maria says... That'd be Zucking awesome. All right, sorry. Maria is someone on our live who said, if Kenny did an OnlyFans and just talked about his skincare routine, he would make a killing without taking clothes off. I totally Hard agree. agree. Absolutely. I think Armando's going to 
I think- stop, stop, because we're not talking about them yet. All right. Okay, so uh, for those of you that aren't watching the Facebook Live, a very warm welcome to the show, um, and a shout out to our dear producer cousin Dan, who is going to have to cobble all of this together into something that actually makes sense for the rest of the listeners. Yeah. Also, happy birthday, cousin Dan. Yes. Happy belated, cousin Dan. Happy birthday week. Um. Happy. Birthday week. week. All right. So we will periodically be checking in uh, with the comments on our Facebook Live. We are so happy and honored and thrilled to have so many of you joining us for this recording. Oh, thank you, Kristen. Okay. So we are going to start with Cleo and Christian of Before the 90. Um, The first thing that I remember standing out to me with Cleo and Christian's segment is I wondered if Cleo's friend was maybe um, a pastoral care person from her university because she seemed really good at it, really, really (laughs) Really good good at at understanding the situation, understanding Cleo's needs in that situation. Um, I know quite a few people, for example, who would have gone into that situation with, uh, something, what's it called? What's the spiky ball that you throw around? I think that's a mace. Is that a mace? I think it's the mace. Yeah. Yeah. I would have, I would have gone in there with, with a mace, maybe some nunchucks, Maybe some... Are you confusing that kind of mace with the protective spray? No, I said the spiky <laughs> ball. With the, with the but you're supposed to carry mace as protection, right? You're not supposed to carry a mace. You're really belaboring the point and the, the joke didn't work and sometimes you just need to let it go. Okay? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I thought Cleo had some excellent support there. Um, Christian. Yeah, she was awesome. Christian predictably <laughs> went for the. Oh, the reason I didn't tell production is because I didn't know what you were comfortable <laughs> I'm with, a Cleo. Gentleman, and a I'm gentleman a gentleman. Never tells. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, you guys. Tell anything else? This is a man who literally cannot keep his fucking mouth closed. Um, when there's you know some. 20-year-old women celebrating a birthday at the next table. But Paris just thought he should actually say anything to a producer, right? What annoys me the most is, who did we say say he looked at, he looked like, it's, it it was a mix of Christian Slater and someone else, but with none of the attractive parts. Yeah, the bad bits of both. I also think there's a little bit of, and no one else is going to get this, there was a um, tennis player called Greg Rosetsky, um, who was a Canadian fella, um, but played for Britain because he lived here for a bit, right? And we never really sort of worshipped him like we did, you know, your Andes and that. But Greg Rosetsky, um, although he was sort of slight look, but he had the same kind of that lack of hair in the middle, that even when he was young, he looked really old. So Christian sort of reminds me of him a bit. This is quite difficult being side by side, you know, because I can't look at you. Maybe if I turn my mic. I do apologise for anyone at home. 
That's all right. But we don't need to look at each other. It's really hard to talk to you and not look at you. Also, I Jane like, is a I good like friend. Yeah, Jane is a good friend. Yeah, Jane was great. Um, what disappointed me was, and this is so often the way, and I can't really blame her, that whole, oh, well, I'll give him another try. Because like, what we were all dreaming of was, you've blown it, go and die in a ditch, right? Just have it done. You've got the friend there at that point to break up with him safely and just have it done. But it's that whole, uh, well, we'll carry on, but I don't know if I can ever really trust him after this. And it's like your your relationship, which hasn't even really started yet, is already broken. What are you trying to say? Okay, you've obviously not been that person in a relationship <laughs> because I have endured... <laughs> some really humiliating conditions in order to hang on to a guy including yeah, but right at the start yeah yeah right at the start he is stringing her along one of the inherent problems with the 90 day like phenomenon or, or the whole notion of it is you know like most couples like the chances of breaking up while being on vacation are much higher than ordinarily right is that true? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there are stressful things in your like that. People obviously talk about you know marriage and you know deaths and whatever has been the most stressful moments in your life. But actually, vacations are like an annual spike for most people. So a lot of couples break up very soon after their vacations because they're not used to spending like a week or two in a hotel room with each other right most people have got their lives and and so they fight and they fight and they fight and one of the big problems about 90 day is that you've got these people put into these kind of cauldrons um so it's sort of designed to fail okay but that's kind of what's happened there. Like, he's come over expecting, like, a vacation, right? And she's expecting a developed, mature relationship. And neither of them are going to get what they're hoping for. I think you're giving him too much credit. Oh, I'm not. He's an arsehole. Um, the <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking at... So we're going to look at some of the comments here. Suzette says he knows exactly what he's doing. I agree. Steven says, my wife does a paint by number while we're recording and she doesn't look at me. I I support that approach completely. I could just close my eyes. Laura Lynn says, Cleo seems very vulnerable and way too sweet for him. He's a player. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've also seen some... I, d I don't want to scroll down because I don't want to mess anything up, but I, I did see at least one other person own up to being the, the queen of the string along. Dawn, sorry, I didn't mean to out you, Dawn. <laughs> Dawn is the queen of the string along. Yep. I mean, sometimes when you really... It's an omnibus. We don't have to go into great detail. We don't have much more to say about these two that we haven't already said, right? He is horrific. He's a horrible, horrible human being. Uh, she continues to sort of go up, in my opinion, I think, every week. You know, like, she's genuinely kind and nice. Not my kind of person, particularly. She's quite dry, a bit serious. But, yeah, it's one of those, like, like, these stories go better when you can sort of vaguely root for both sides or see both their points. And, and I can't hear. But I was very, very pleased 
to have him essentially be outed on the show for someone who is happy to sleep with a trans person but not to let like their friends and family know about it and that shaming was super super gross and once again it just reminds me of of caleb is it it just feels like the same storyline again if if christian has on a much more hot topic issue if christian has any further mileage in this world then and by this world i mean the the matt sharp averse if they try to put him on the single life i i am gonna start a letter writing campaign i'm actually gonna do something i want to see a road trip with christian and caleb i don't (laughs) to see which of them can be more disgusting you know what travel the world looking for people that already suffer at the hands of discrimination in society the problem is there will always always be somebody watching who sees christian or caleb or big ed or somebody like that and goes yes that is what i want that's what i want i want that i want someone who that is so weird though right it's really not. No, it's yeah. not weird. That's the thing. Suzette says she thinks Caleb was much braver and a much better person. Do you? Mm, maybe. Like, it's easier to be more sympathetic with Caleb purely because, what was her name? Al- Alina? Yeah. Alana? Purely because she also turned out to be a garbage person, right? Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. I don't know. Um... I think that's all it's I wanted. All. There's a comment there saying Robin is right. That is, let, can we? <laughs> Caroline says, Caleb was a bro douche and super annoying, but I don't think he was nearly as bad as Christian. Alina, thank you, Stephen. Um, no, you're right. Here's the thing. I'll say it quite clearly. There is no issue, at least over here in the UK, and I think it's the same in the States, more on the cutting edge of like, division in our society at the moment i mean look (laughs) race um but the whole trans rights thing is so divisive at the moment it's such a toxic dialogue at the moment to it feels to me that he has chosen to insert himself at the cutting edge of that dialogue for attention or to look like the cool guy and I find that such a repulsive use of an issue that is causing so many people so much misery at the moment. What I will say is it's a really, really stupid thing to have messed around with because I cannot imagine his life is going to be very nice. I don't know. I don't know. because there takes the pill and just goes full Nazi. You know? <sighs> right. But that's the thing. You can make that decision... And go full, yeah, like you say. I mean, I don't even want to... But I do suspect that most of it... You see, I've always found there was a kind of a hipster thing to him. Like, I felt that he got into this to prove how kind of liberal... I don't know where you... I don't think you even have a notional understanding (laughs) of what a hipster is. Uh, He's so not a hipster. I I think there's a lot of labels that you can give him. He's, He's not even... He's so far from what a hipster is okay. or even was. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he I had suspect, to be there. Uh, I think the circles he runs in are 
probably quite liberal, and I suspect he's not going to be running in them anymore. Nah, I think his you friends think? are just going to be. I think they're just frat. Whoever. Dicks. Yeah, maybe. All right, next. All right, uh, let's talk about Amanda and Razvan. Razvan, who we now love because he's shown his sweet and beautiful side. Shed a little tear, done a little sigh. I. I don't think I've ever had such a radical 180 in terms of my opinion yeah. of a of a person. Your fuss vaulted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he oof, Suzette says lord he cries pretty. He sure does. Yeah. I I've never revealed this on the pod before, have I? What? <laughs> There's a bit of a Tom Hiddleston night manager thing with me oh you want to go there <laughs> all right i do find myself drawn to a tear or two what robin's saying is that he, he gets <laughs> robin gets horny when a woman cries not like that makes it sound... But not a pain thing. Like I keep them in a basement or something. No, not like that. Like a, like an existential malaise mm. sorrow sort of thing. Yeah, it's hot. <laughs> so if you're all feeling something for Razvan, it's because you're all like me. There's something about a sensitive tear. I love, I love a vulnerable man. Right, yeah, yeah. Love- Shame she don't. Did you enjoy it this week when she was all like, um, I can be flirtatious and sexy and um, I really want you to and our relationship's really fantastic. Like, she completely tried to transform because all of a sudden the friend was sort of, you know, last week bobbing about in her bikini. Um, I know. <laughs> she really, she was kind of desperate now, but then like the on camera and then of course they have the fight off camera, right? Which is where she's like, uh, I don't think this is going anywhere. But on camera, she was being really upbeat and positive. And of course, they slept with each other because she can't lose. That's exactly right. She slept with him to prove a point. Um, I don't normally like to make these comparisons because they don't lead anywhere good. Um but if Amanda was a man, Duh. I think that she would be, I agree. Sorry, I got distracted. Nicola, I agree. What were, were those, those leggings? leggings? Yeah. I had a pair from Lululemon. I wasn't sure if they were two. That were sort of similar than the, to that a while ago. And then someone, I- I'm sorry, please go ahead. Please lend your expertise on leggings. Everyone wants to hear that, Robin. Yeah. Okay, go, go. No, please, go ahead. <laughs> I think I was saying before you so rudely cut me off. <laughs> it looked like she was like wearing kind of knee highs, but the, her legs had like the flesh texture of like one of those creatures out of Avatar. That's what it looked like to me. 
continue. I'm re- I'm so glad you shared that. Yeah. Um. Damn right, Caroline. Who the Zuck doesn't want to visit Dracula's castle? And who doesn't think that's romantic? I think it's hugely romantic. romantic. Well, number one, first and foremost, uh, people who haven't read the book. Yeah. I think she's confusing Dracula with Count Chocula. (laughs) I think that's what she's done. She's like, "Eh, it's kid cereal. That's not romantic. I think that's what she's done. She probably thought it was Count Chocula's castle. <laughs> yeah. She she was probably hungry, but she and she was like <laughs> she probably she probably got to the torture room and was and was like I don't see any cereal balls. Mm. Do they have oat milk? <laughs> I think why don't they have oat milk? <laughs> I think the the problem she has with vampires is the whole coffin thing. Because she's like... Don't! Well, how are my kids going to carry a coffin around? <laughs> she just doesn't like coffins. I don't endorse this. <laughs> I do not endorse this. I think that's in very poor taste. And I will not <laughs> be held accountable for that. And I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because... Tara says, what's not romantic about Count Chocula? And Suzette says, Boo Berry has entered the chat. (laughs) Before we move forward, can you scroll down? Because I think people had some... She was... was... I can't scroll up or down. Oh, okay. I'm sorry for anybody's comments that we missed. I am very sorry. I am only able to see the last few. Um, Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Daddy's coffin. Look, um, Amanda, I said it before, I'll say it again. Amanda's late husband was her youth pastor or her manager at a restaurant or something. I highly suspect that he was in some position of authority. She is someone who likes to be bossed around. Mm-hmm. She She's is somebody nice who likes to be told what to do. And when she is paired with someone who indulges her and treats her well. And is considerate. And is considerate and wants to know what she feels. Then she's mad at herself for not having an opinion on something. Yeah. So then her opinion is, I don't like it. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations, Amanda. I just diagnosed all your problems. For free. Yeah. She won't like that, though. She <laughs> wants them to be slowly revealed in a painful situation of duress. <laughs> oh, boy. Deary me. All right. Uh, Gino and Jasmine. I don't like it when Gino and Jasmine get along. I've decided. <laughs> Where's the fun in that? All the local birds flew away. They're in too good a time. I am Gino. <laughs> you have peed on me in the bath jasmine Jasmine. (laughs) show me jasmine how you will prove your love where is the towel and maybe soap i'm not feeling quite as good now i've come (laughs) next time let's try up the bum (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. That's us on Facebook Live forever. Um, 
<laughs> what even happened with these two monkeys this week? What happened? Remind me. Can I? Well, the the pee stuff came. No, no, that no. That was last week. That was last week. Sorry. Yeah. They went for they went for a walk outside. Yeah. Um, oh, they did the horseback riding, didn't they, this week? Yes. They did the... No, was that, that was someone week? else. Sorry. They did have a conversation, and I remember I was mm. so impressed with her. She mm. actually... Mm. Um, That's right. She spoke about her... She spoke about her vulnerability mm. and her past experiences and how they were affecting her relationship i remember though the fulcrum of it all was speaking to dana yeah cousin dana who i thought was gonna be a woman yeah (gasps) hang on sorry heidi says i'm assuming uh, her manager at hooters he left his wife and kids for amanda is that (gasps) true heidi is that true she worked at hooters no i mean this guy has more had more children Mm, how did they wait that's interesting okay i'm not trying to be prurient but are we saying that there are multiple daddy's boxes how did they decide yeah has anyone seen the australian sitcom fisk on netflix it's very good you you should good um, episode three, I think it's sort of in the middle. Um, Don't explain it to them. It's okay. There's an argument over who gets what and what in, percentage, and what of, percentage of, of human remains. Anyway, yeah. that's wild. Back to Jasmine. <laughs> yes, Suzette says, I think uh, she's in therapy. She did really well this week. Yeah, yeah that was it really, therapy talk. And it was such yeah. healthy communication yeah. but, between the two of them. But also, it was, I haven't just been for one half-hour therapy session, Darcy style. That's right. That was the result of many weeks, probably months, of ongoing therapy with a good therapist. Yes. Maybe the woman they saw together, because actually, she was quite good. She was very good. She was quite good. Like, usually therapists on these shows are garbage, aren't they? Well, most of the ones that agree to... To do it on TV are not going to be... Yeah. Um, But she was good. And Jasmine has definitely evolved a bit. Jasmine has evolved. She's evolved and grown. (laughs) Is Cousin Dana the Panamanian equivalent of Cousin Dan? Oh, no, he's from Michigan. The Michigandan equivalent of Cousin Dan. I don't think so. Okay. What's a basement pusher? Ooh. Suzette has put in our comments here, Amanda is a basement pusher. Is that like a a subterranean timeshare salesperson? I've got a basement for you on the coast. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks every year. Oh, Stevens from Michigan. Watch out. I ain't saying shit about Michigan. No, we don't have anything negative to say about Michigan except that uh-uh. it occasionally spent a lot of time in Gladwin. Produces people that we're not terribly fond of. <sighs> well but particularly <laughs> uh one particular woman who I was introduced to who was introduced to me as a notorious anti-Semite. 
which is an interesting way to introduce someone. We're a weird. We're in a weird area. Yeah. Um, yeah. Talking about people, I don't think we should be talking about. Yeah, that's. But true. I will say, one of my dearest friends in the world is is a Michigander, born and raised, and I absolutely love her. So, uh, you know, we support Michigan. Sure. Uh, she pushes her men down the basement stairs. Okay, I didn't know that that happened frequently enough that there that there's a term for it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, right. Um, yeah. So we- So good growth coming from Gino and Jasmine. I I don't understand no. the people that hate her so much. Like have such a visceral hatred for jasmine i've never seen jasmine control herself and she actually did like she wasn't nice to cousin dana but she also didn't like her head didn't spin around and the suit come out right which is huge progress for jasmine i've never seen her like maintain a relationship a conversation with someone that she has a difference with without screaming but she didn't yeah but what is jasmine without Without the rage. I just think she can do so much better than Gino. Yeah, ofs. I don't think Gino is a nice person. I I don't think a nice person sends personal intimate videos to an ex to, to an ex point. to anyone no. to prove a point i no. think that's a huge violation of privacy and what's not being said and maybe i've said this before so forgive me all right but jasmine cannot get a job because of gino yeah so all of this, this that whole, his family's yeah. complaining about i see you've uh this is cousin dana i i see you've uh you know you've got beauty treatments and hair extensions and uh you know, is, is is Gino paying for those? Like what Jasmine should have said at that point is, yes, because he flashed my nudity all over the goddamn internet. I lost my job and have no chance of getting employed anywhere in this country anymore. So maybe a hair extension or two is in order. But also the same thing came up in 90 Day UK with... Mercy, Marcy, Marcy, yeah, and uh, irrelevant, yeah, irrelevant man bun idiot, not pig face, man bun, not pig face, not pig face, but uh, man bun asking, like, oh, does he pay for your hair? Does he pay for your neck? First of all, (sighs) (laughs) who pay for your hair, man bun? If you are going to bring a woman to your home country where she cannot work for an extended period of time, if y'all want to know, you also can't work for an extended period of time after after you get a spousal visa to the UK. Mm -hmm. Um, Mine was different. It's a story that I'll tell a... A different thing. Um, I think the same is the case in the US. Even once you get your green card, you can't immediately work. I think there's still like a six-month, like almost like probationary period. I'm not entirely sure. But fundamentally, this woman isn't going to be able to work for about a year. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 
is she there are things you can do in that time and we've had this discussion with other couples i know but right? i'm starting to anyway th- that's not the point the point i'm trying to make is is hair particularly if you are a black woman and you choose not to um wear your hair natural for whatever reason mm-hmm. hair costs money yeah that's why i don't have any yeah um when i do have money that's going to be the first thing i buy <laughs> is oh. some hair um after you buy me some new hands but hair oh my god i'm sorry you guys i just hugest compliment in the world well the penny morton one yeah siobhan said michelle holding (laughs) that mic so still is serving penny morton with the sword of the coronation siobhan that is by far the top comment in this thread and that is a very high bar and i'm not just saying that because it's immensely flattering the reference i'm loving it it's you could do that though, couldn't you? It's you could brilliant. You no, could've... I could not have. Well, held that sword like that. I would need. I would need to be sitting next to Prince Louis and Charlotte and getting the tea from them because they know <laughs> everything, honey. Do you think you could ask Elliot if he can ask? I'll finish that conversation right there. Yeah, please do, because <laughs> let's. Let's not. You guys, do you see what's happening? People are making poor decisions. So now no one's going to get to watch this live. So (laughs) that's all right. That's that's fine. I didn't say anything. Um, Right. Good. All right. So um, Violet and Riley, we didn't see this week. Correct? We didn't see them. Uh, correct me if... No, if... no, because they were... T- that's right. This is... Uh, whoever delightfully posted, the, the, the people have done the whole cast, I think. Um, yes, they were trailed. And it felt so good not to see them. So good. We also didn't see Misha... We didn't see Misha, Misha. Misha? Misha. 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 Why I, you were not on the show? Misha, I, I will completely change. Um, I, I, You have teeth. That is what I value about you, Misha. Misha, why you are sad? <laughs> um, no, didn't see them. Um, did see. Did see Tyree. Did see Tyree and... It's not Tyree and, is it? Like, Tyree and Christian, Tyree and what's her name? <laughs> We didn't see Tyree and Christian Carmella. Yeah, yeah. Carmella. Well, we saw Carmella. Who I'm still not sure was the woman in the pictures. She didn't look like the woman in the she pictures. She really didn't. Not really. She was prettier than the woman in the pictures. I thought. Yeah, yeah. I thought so too. She was nice. However, um, she ugh. said, "It's possible she was camera shy." She said very little. <laughs> Like, very little. I just, I had to dissociate during that conversation. Well, to remind you, he's telling her this whole story. Stephen says Tyre and his imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, bless. Tyre and his hand. Um, she, so she, he's telling this whole story. And at no point does she go, oh, God, that's awful. Like, there's no to and from. Or I was expecting her to say, 
yeah, this happens to me all the time. The number of times I've seen my pictures used for other profiles or other, you know, sex workers using my images or any of that stuff. None of that. Which does make me think she might have been involved. I don't know. Maybe there were things that they couldn't mention. It it just it didn't play out like your typical closure uh episode of Catfish. No. Of which which I'm very familiar. Well Catfish usually culminates with a showdown with the catfisher, doesn't it? Yeah, but right. But even if even if they meet the person that they think they've been talking to, that Mm. person will say words to the effect of, "Like you said, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's absolutely awful. This happens to me. Yeah, but she wasn't furious. She was like, "Mm, bless. I don't know. Really wet. I don't think really wet. I don't think she. You need to explain to Americans what you mean by that because that's not something we say. But it was just soggy and floppy and just, I didn't mean it any way beyond that. It was just a damp ending. Yeah. Yeah. There's no crunch to that ending. No, it was... It was a soggy... Dissatisfying. Dissatisfaction, yeah. Um, As I thought it would be all along. And right from the beginning, I was like, why is this on the show? I don't know why this is on the show. Like she was there, Missy says she was there for her Applebee's gift card. Yes, yes she was. Yes. Yes, she was. Yeah. Um I mean, yeah, she was there for a per diem for a minimum appearance for, for you know, sag after a race, whatever it was. Like there was some kind of payment. Reality TV doesn't have no. they're not unionized I know. yet. Yeah. I hope they are at some be. point. Yeah. Um yeah, just why was it on the show? Felt that from the beginning. Didn't fit. Like, do they film so few people that they don't have any spares? Are there no spares? There should be a spare. I, or look, the great curse, and I think we all know this from all the 90-day shows, is they go on too long, right? They string a storyline out over, like, it used to be like eight episodes. It's like 142 episodes per season now, right? And so now they got to the point where they're even including the storylines that go nowhere at all just to fill the airwaves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David and Sheila. That candle, though. That candle was awful. That's tough. Um, David and Sheila. Yeah, David and Sheila. I don't know what I can really say apart from the fact that this is going to sound very callous, but I feel like he should be with the translator. She's no Bindia. No. Does anyone out there, anyone on the Facebook Live remember Bindia? I'm sure any men on the Facebook Live remember Bindia. Yeah. She was the translator for Jen and Rishi. Bindia was hot. She was. This one uh, looks incredible in her glow up, whatever her name is. I'm sorry that I can't remember her name. Um, Yeah. um, You know who gave great names to people? Or who gave great names? You know, there was that joke at the Edinburgh Festival. Every, Every year there's 
a joke of the festival. There's a joke of the festival in Edinburgh, Scotland, which we, we love, love. Love Scotland. Love Scotland. Love it. Um, and one year, the joke of the year was what gives Britons a bad name, and it the the answer is David British. and I cannot believe you did that to me i thought you were gonna i cannot believe you did that (laughs) to me i said that is oh god and you just said enough of it just said enough of it that people can work it out that is a great heckle i'm gonna do that to more stand-ups i you see people on the facebook live i'm watching the numbers drop yeah and I'm worried it's because you're seeing who we really are. I'm screwed. And I, I am screwed. Um, that was not a time. Now you it? see why my patience is so limited all yeah, the time because am, this, these are the these are the things we usually cut out. I can't cycle back out of that. I messed up. Uh, David and Victoria Beckham. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. What else do we have to say about these two? Um, it's all about the brother, right? What? Hang on. Who are we talking about? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, no, David and Sheila. Sorry. Maria says... We got lost because we did the Bindia thing and then I thought we were in India and my head went that. Yeah. Maria says she should give Sheila lessons in ASL. I totally agree. Um multiple people have said she looks like a little kid um i'll only i'll only leave if i see rubbing of bare feet well but you've spelled that bear like bear the animal i have bare feet you have flat feet mm, uh, kind of shaped like bear pants um I, so i said last week what i feel about this storyline which is you can't just skate over the fact that a building subsides the very day a camera crew walk upstairs in that building and not mention it in any way. Like, <laughs> and I found it even more troubling that they doubled down on that by getting this contractor and everything. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, it's very old. It's very old. The crux of the episode was that guy saying how much it would cost and then the whole, oh, can he afford it and all of that. And now, of course, people are like, oh, she's only in it for the money and so on and so forth. And I, don't, I you guys know us well enough now. We don't have those thoughts about, the, about, you know, the people in the other countries. I don't see the world like that. I'm very kind of communistic in the sense of like from each according to their means to each according to their needs. Socialistic. Yeah. And... Big difference. Of course. Um, So, but I think he is too. I think he's like, what I can give, I'll give. He's not making a big fuss about it. I'd prefer it if the viewers didn't make a big fuss about it either. About the 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 her being in it. Look, this is a completely different situation than... David and Sheila have a real relationship and a desire to build a future together. Yeah. And the reason why they're so compelling to watch is because they are actually trying to make it work. 
and it's starting to look like it won't. Mm. And that is very hard to watch. And it's not rewarding for the audience. Not that it should not that. But we should have someone to root for. You know what I mean? And it's very sad because they're definitely the heart of the season. And I'm I personally am seeing more and more kind of fractures in their relationship. I'm seeing big complications. I, I don't know where the money comes from to get her over is one of my big concerns. Because if he's struggling to find two grand, less than two grand, wasn't it? Yeah. To pay for what might be life-saving work. Like, it need, clearly, undeniably needs doing. Like, his future son, um, the stepson, is living in a house that just killed someone, right? That needs dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he can't find that, I don't know how he finds the money to fly them over. I don't know how he finds the money to do all the paperwork that they're going to have to do. Because it is not cheap, right? I don't know how it is in the States, but none of this is cheap. I think in the U.S. you have to, I think there's a, it's like it is here. You have to have a minimum uh, income unless. To prove that you can support them. You're on benefits. Yeah. Yeah. And I doubt that he is working two jobs. No, I doubt he meets those requirements either. Absolutely. So. It's really sad, and I don't see how they can make it work. I mean, it just gives me very, very big Sean from 90 Day Season uh, UK Season 1 vibes. I don't think there's... I I think that David is more mature yeah. and worldly and kind of... Um, oh, sorry, also- I'm just... Laurelin's commented twice, so I want to see... Uh, I don't think Sheila is all about money at all. Her family isn't safe due to impoverished living. True. How will he afford to bring her over? Yeah, absolutely. I think absolutely. they need to discuss that. Because I think it's actually verging on cruel if she thinks it's going to happen. Because they right could get now, a, I don't... Yeah. I mean, they could. They would have to get a co-sponsor. Yeah. And being that he's not close no, with his family... I don't see that he has anyone. That's the thing. Having said that, they have been on TV. And I, I, the honest truth of it is they'll get that in a GoFundMe if they wanted to overnight. Right? But with GoFundMe, you have to pay... You have to pay tax on GoFundMe. Sure. And they, and what about transfer fees and all of that? You can't you can't just Western Union that shit and have it be enough money. I know. But I think they could like I think given the goodwill, I chip into it and I reckon everyone listening to this podcast right now would probably chip in. Of course they would. Right? And that's just us. So I, I think they could probably scratch it together that way. But it if it depends on him coming through with it. He's, I, he's, the tragic truth is it, it's pay to play in this game. You can't be as hard up as he is and, and play this game. Unless you have a co-sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sad vibes, as our hairdresser would say. Sad vibes. Sad vibes. She does say She's that. She's so sweet. She's so sweet. Um, we should have her on the show one day. She likes hearing all my stories from the 90s. She's this really young, like, she's what, like 20 years old or something? Yeah. And, um, and I told her every story I have last time, the, the time before, and she came back and she was like, can you tell me some more of your stories from the 90s? Because <laughs> <laughs> they're cool now, right? It's all come around again. And I'm like, I've told you all my stories. She's like, can you just tell me them again? <laughs> it's like I'm a, like that too. It's like a child at bedtime. Can you just tell me that story? 
It's very sweet. As long as you've left out the rude ones. Because I don't think that's very fair. No, I just told her about the ones where I got kidnapped by rock stars and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, That leaves our favorites, Dempsey and Statler, for Before the 90. Yeah. Um, I don't think that my views on Dempsey and Statler are a mystery to anyone Mm -mm. after the week that we've had. Mm Um. I will say that I they're jumping in a little too quickly. That both of them are jumping in a little too quickly. Uh when it comes to the living situation, she hasn't she, there there's been no suggestion that Statler's put herself in a position to uh, not be able to afford a place of her own. No, there's nothing. She's not. She's not Brandan with fifteen dollars in his bank account. No. Or what was the couple? The the, the Holland one. Um. Yeah, I'm going to move to your country, but across town, so I can bang other chicks. What's his name? I'm no good with names. I shouldn't do a podcast where there's so many names. Um. You know, matey boy with the Dutch girl. Oh, God, I can't. I can't with that. <laughs> well, we're going to have to talk about them in a minute. <laughs> well, then someone will remember their names because I, uh, just, my brain can't do that. Yeah. Um. What? So what I want to say about Stella is first queen, adore her. Genuinely, like not everyone has that special something that lights up a screen, but she just does immediately. Yeah, she has it. She has it. Mm-hmm. She is phenomenal and so benign there's so few people that don't have any edge this is part of this is in a, in a way one of the the gifts of being like neurodivergent in a way that you know it's hard enough to get through life without fucking faking sorry zucking faking everything um and so you just get true sincerity which is so damn refreshing it's wonderful Anyway, this idea that, oh, she's fallen in love too quickly, it can't be real. I hate that. I hate this this idea that, like, oh, she's unwell or she's stupid. She doesn't know what she feels. She's not really in love. I don't, but I, I believe she is in love. In the same way, like, there are plenty of, like, Olympic athletes that can run a hell of a lot quicker than me. I don't go, hey, you're not really running 100 metres in 10 seconds. It's like, they can do it and I can't. That's fine. Statler can fall in love like that. Because Statler has such an open heart. But she's not like me, you know? She's probably slightly more like you. And again, I don't want to say all neurodiversion people are the same, because that's ridiculous. But But... I'm not going to go judging how quickly she can fall in love because I'm not her. But I I believe her when she says things. Yeah, I do too. Partly because it's, and this might come as a a surprise to some of our listeners, um, but being neurodivergent, and, and again, I'm speaking for myself here because when you've met one neurodivergent person you've met one One. neurodivergent person right but it's actually very difficult for us to lie because our 
sense of what is fair and what is just is extremely important to us. And uh, we experience inequality and unfairness on on a way kind of bigger level. Our yeah. empathy is off the charts. And, and women in particular, because we've been socialized differently than men ha- have, typically neuro- with neurodivergent men, and I'm not saying this happens all the time, but traditionally neurodivergent men have been siloed in a way where it's like, okay, you don't have to learn social skills. You yeah. like sit there with your computer and whatever no, and that's just right. forget they, it. That's right. They don't have to. But women... Which is also really sad. Yeah. Because in some ways they're not really allowed to. And if they try, it's like, mm, no, just get back to the computer autistic boy, right? So that's sad in its own way. But There's... women don't have even the option of opting out. Right. Yeah. That's right. Because in order to be accepted and in order to have a a, a place of value in society, we we have to be able to ingratiate ourselves. Yeah. We have to do work that men don't have to do. Particularly women of color have to do work that white men don't have to do. Sure. Etc. Yeah. Um and look, I I want to tread carefully with this topic because it is something that I feel so strongly about and it is something that affects me personally. Um, and I won't do too much retreading of what I've already said in various places online and what I said last week. And we will come back to the Statler thing. Um, but we will have more to say about it. Thank this. you for interrupting me. It really helps my flow. Um, Sometimes I think I'm just helping the wheels turn. And it's then, not. And then it's it's like, not. Did the wheels need help turning? There's a, there's a Russian expression that... <laughs> doesn't really translate to English, but it its closest translation to English is stop throwing sticks in my wheel. Yeah. Stop throwing sticks in my wheel. Okay. If I'm talking too slowly, speed the podcast up to <laughs> 1.5 and you'll be fine. It's more than fast enough for me. Um, I apologize. Um, do we think that Dempsey loves Statler? Oh, you're not going to let me say what I wanted to say? Oh, God, no. If I thought you'd lost it. And if you haven't, I, I, I'm thrilled. <laughs> Please carry on. No, I was... There are people... There are people and neurodivergent people among them who are very judgy of other neurodivergent people. Yeah. People with autism, ADHD... And a a common complaint that I see is I have ADHD and I don't behave this way. I have uh, autism and I've never made a mistake that's cost me my job, my relationship, my friendships, my relationship with my family. By the same token, I have two hands, but I can't juggle. I've behaved perfectly throughout my life. And you you know what that is really about? I think what that is really saying is I've worked hard to mask my symptoms so that other people don't hear my voice. I've worked hard not to take up space in this world. And in fact, that's what Cleo's doing. Cleo doesn't take up space. Yeah. Cleo goes out of her way to accommodate other people. Well, like Cleo, Cleo went to the noisy bar and then hated it. 
Yes. But actually, one day, when I hope Cleo is free of this bullshit, Cleo will just say, nah. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. The the jealousy, and it is jealousy. Um, I, I mean, that sounds like a petty word, but it is jealousy, env- envy, whatever you want to call it. You see a woman on television who you perceive is getting some kind of preferential treatment or an excuse, and you have to find fault with her because in your own life, your voice isn't valued. You're dismissed. You have to you you have to push all of your feelings down so that you can be acceptable to other people. Which is really sad. I can see how you can get angry at those people. It's really sad. The, I, I guess the reason to get angry at them is when they come for people that handle it differently. Like, you started it, right? If you bring the judgment, you're going to get some judgment back on you. Fair? I hate it. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. I really do. And and that's where I am going to be a spit kicker. And I am going to start fights. And you know what? Statler's decisions are maybe not decisions. Would I have made those decisions at her age? For sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. No question. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Absolutely. Well, but it's not... As long as she's strong enough to take it if it goes wrong. And I think she is. It's not put on. It is sincere. Oh, yeah. It may, it may come off strong or... And I, I'm not even going to entertain this. What if she was a man? If she was a man, people would believe her. Like I said before. Yeah. If she was a man, people would say, oh, she has... Or he he's neurodiverse and he's trying his best. And let, let's give him a big hug, right? Mm-hmm. That, that is the truth of the matter. Yeah. Now... The other problem is because she's so smart and funny, mm-hmm. people don't accept all of the other stuff, right? Yeah. She's not really autistic, right? Yes, yeah, she, she can't be. people should walk around with drool hanging out the side of their mouth because, you know, they're, they're kind of, we think of them as subnormal. Or... Like, that's not an autistic, but yes, it is. Or people with... Now, she's not said publicly that she has autism she said on the show that she has adhd so i don't want to confuse the two because they are different Fine. so but adhd yes yeah um and she she loves herself now you may not love her listener and you may find parts of her behavior irritating you might think that that some of her behavior is affected or put on it isn't and you're allowed to not like her as a person. You're allowed to, you know, not approve of the choices that she makes. What you will not do, <laughs> what you will not do, as long as I have the ability to do it, is shame people whose condition presents differently to yours and and are either refusing to mask their symptoms or haven't yet learned to cope with them in a way that that causes minimal damage to their relationships. Yeah, I, I will just say, take any other minority group, and there are analogs there. And you, I'm not going to say these things out loud, but you can do that mapping in your head of what you would think 
if that came from certain people in some minority group saying there is only one way to be this minority, be that a race or a color or a religion or whatever it might be. And I think there's a flavor of homophobia in there too. There might be. Because nobody has a problem with Darcy having a fetish yeah. for European men. Yeah, I know. Or Stacy. And also a fetish too. I mean, since when does two make a fetish? It's fucking ridiculous. Zucking ridiculous. She didn't have to list everyone she slept with in America. <laughs> like, what's the percentage? Can I see the sports stats breakdown on this? It's ridiculous. Absolutely it's absurd. Ridiculous. Now, Dempsey... Um, but that is what I want to get to. I want to know if you think Dempsey's for real. <sighs> or if very innocently because actually i think dempsey's probably quite nice I, I certainly don't have a problem with her but i think she's rushed along or been rushed along because she really likes statler and certainly i've been in that position where i've said things perhaps before i'm really ready <laughs> and agree to things before i'm really ready <laughs> Sometimes in a fake it till you make it kind of like because you're pretty sure you will love that person. Are you are you talking about anyone specific? And is that person me? No, no. I am talking about specific people. But it's certainly okay. not. It's you. okay. No, it's okay if it is. No, I know. I, love you I know the that. I met you. Um, but no. But I was pushing spending more time together than you were comfortable with well, initially. It, it is interesting. We yeah. did do that. We yeah. did do that. Um, and, and I, and I, saying, I own that. Yeah, I was, I was you, over the moon for you. Yeah, and as was I. But I was like, if I do too much, I could. But I'm, I'm kind of used to being on my own now. Like, yeah, this, this is a bit too, like Roman bath, jump from the hot water to the cold water to the hot water, and and uh, ash is good for your health. I should have done it. Um, but I felt that, yeah, if I went too quickly, what I had with you could go wrong. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's where Dempsey. I think that's where Dempsey's coming from. Now her saying "I love you too," I think, and I don't want either of them to take any offence of this in any way. I suspect it's I. I will love you too, and so, given you are who you are and you are so sincere, I'm just going to give you this. I'm just going to give you this. That's how it read to me. Yeah, I don't I I don't disagree necessarily. Um But again, what do I know? I think I have a really difficult time reading Dempsey and that might be because she's without guile. <laughs> it might be because she's not putting anything on and she is actually just a salt of the earth northern girl. I know. You know, who's had some trauma in her life. I'm suspicious of her because you can't have two people like that in a relationship. I know, I know. And so I'm naturally but suspicious, it, but but I don't have any reason to be, if I'm honest. But it is Except I don't like that guy. Oh, I hate I don't like him at all. I don't think he's hot. There's something wrong with him. Okay, yeah. you guys. If he wasn't he doing was that rude. if if he wasn't doing that, he would be on below deck. Yeah. Uh he'd be a deck hand. Being, you know, a creepy deck hand. Yeah. But that's <clears throat> what I have to say about that. I don't think he's hot at all. Now, uh I think that Dempsey's unreasonable in saying, Yeah, move here, but go live up the road that's stupid but it's stupid because she can't 
No. <laughs> I mean, she literally can't. The but she can't way... live in the camper either. No, but like legally, she cannot. But the, the, I, I guess what I was hoping Statler would say is, uh, we need to get engaged for me to do this. That's the thing. But unfortunately, Statler knows that she's already done a little too much saying that she'd like to move in. Now she's actually got to say, oh, we kind of got to get engaged. But that is the truth. She can't just come. I mean, she could come and stay for three months on another tourist visa. Maybe. She could come. Yeah, she could maybe come on a tourist visa. But we also don't know what her work qualifications are or whether that there could be yeah. other avenues. Yeah. Because right. believe it or not, there are other ways, you In, know, you well, can get increasingly fewer but yes increasingly fewer but yes there are other ways um right that rounds out before the 90 and we have gone long but that's okay it's an omni omnibus burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping and that extends to their outdoor collection their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, 90 day the other way. Let's start with Kenny and Armando. If you're just tuning in, this is part two of our 90 day omnibus. And omnibus. as a special added, unexpected, completely unplanned feature, we are also having a Facebook Live where several of our listeners. Some are dipping in and out. Some have been, uh, and uh, no shade to them, obviously, because we, we've had some real <laughs> Led Zeppelins in, uh, I don't know if you can't say the B word on Facebook Live, right? I don't know what you're talking about. We've, we've had some things that haven't, you know, that have sunk. We've had some bits that, like, the time that I told a joke and tried to tell a joke and you interrupted me during the punchline. I don't know what the word is beginning with B. Bummers? All right, whatever. Look, it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Okay, Kenny and Armando, look. Uh, this is très sensible. Uh, a topic. Um, I don't think you mean sensible. Do you? <laughs> no, probably not. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's really it's delicate, isn't it? Because I don't think that Armando really wants a baby for the right reasons. Maybe I don't think it's okay to 
although I understand, and I'm very sympathetic. And also, Armando is the product of so much trauma. I feel very uncomfortable judging anything he does. But I don't think it's okay to get so upset with Kenny for Kenny speaking his truth. I agree. And or to force someone to have a child, to <sighs> coerce someone into having a child. I don't want to say that that's what he's doing, but I don't think I don't think either of them are open to what the other one is really saying. Like I think they're they're hearing it, but maybe they're not listening to what the other one is saying. It's very I I mean you and I talked about this because it's a it's it's a t- can you turn off that airplane ad it's absolutely driving me nuts. But I need my tabula feed. No, please don't do it. It's hurting my brain. If you have a mouse, this game will keep you up all night. If you have a mouse, the mouse will keep you up all night. All right. Someone's doing it for the devilment over here is all I'm saying. <laughs> They're not doing it for the good of the podcast. Um, Suzette rightly says... If ever there is a time for enthusiastic consent, it's babies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Heather says, I think Kenny would have told him he didn't want more kids if he asked before they got married. I think so, too. But this is the thing. I, I, I'm not aware. They strike me as the sort of people that would have had the conversation. And Armando strikes me as the sort of person that would have raised the subject before. The honest to God truth is, bless him, he looks incredible. But can we remember that Kenny might feel like other 60-year-old men, even if he doesn't look like a 60-year-old man? And Kenny has had a hard life. Kenny has raised so many children and grandchildren. Yes. On his own, Kenny has lived through the AIDS epidemic and watched everyone he loved die. Kenny has been through it. Kenny should just get to put his feet up and relax and retire. Laura Lynn raises a very interesting point. On a past show, Armando said he wanted a child with Kenny because of his age. He wants to have something of him if he passes before him. And I hear that and I get that. But I always think when people say that, I don't know. I don't know how sincere it is. And and more than that... I don't know how fair that is on the child. I disagree with you completely. No. I disagree with you completely. I know. I, no. But I don't think the child wants to, whoa. Whoa. That is some slamming in the door walls. Um, I don't think it's fair on the child to be brought into the world to be an echo of, Someone that's the lady met. from the that's the ghost from the grudge by the way she's really annoyed at you she's so annoyed that i interrupted you earlier i mean like <laughs> i believe that's what it says at the beginning of the grudge in a house where someone interrupts someone the trauma lives on everyone that comes into this cabin now is cursed stop it's scary because it's really dark out there i know 
<sighs> Laura says it's not fair to the kid. Yeah, you're that's, right. That's kind of you my know, point. You're right, Laura. I am, I am thinking emotionally and not practically or logically. But then again, yes, they would be assured of losing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Emily. That's so nice. I I honestly Aww. feel like we we brought up the ghost from the grudge earlier because that's what I feel like I look like. Except her hair was better than mine. <laughs> Annoyingly. Your hair's better than Samara out of the room. Yeah, well. Your hair's gorgeous. She's it's really not. And I think it's okay for us to accept that. I I am losing my hair. And uh, it is frustrating. And if I could learn how to deal with the sensory aspect of it, I I would be wearing a wig to cover up. Um. Anyway, I will get there one day, and I will go to the shop that the Orthodox women go to, and I will be issued with a lovely shadal. That I can show up with pride. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's good. If you steal one, are you a shade or rubber? I guess so. Good. Caroline says, I would absolutely love for them to adopt an older kid. I know it takes a while and Armando doesn't want to, but I'd love it. I I agree completely. You see, I think that Kenny might have the energy for that too. It's just like when you're 60... Like, you need your sleep. <laughs> you do. Like, but I think, you know, a a playmate for Hannah is is ideal. It actually, like, we've been through, can we talk about this? We talk about it. Yeah, I think we should us. talk about yeah. this, actually, so because... We went through exactly this conversation we're still going through this conversation we still are yeah alfie not his real name he's he's you know of a certain age where although having siblings in any form can not it isn't always but can be really really great but actually having been like an only kid all his life i think it would be really good for him to have someone like his own age right plus you know we have the discussion that so many people have in this day and age oh the world is really full and there's a load of kids that don't have homes and you know isn't it all right so that comes into it as well plus you know we're not 20 years old and 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 for all these reasons we're like it might make more sense to adopt It, it just might make in every way more sense to adopt but it's really hard to do. And that's the kicker. Yeah. And until governments in Western countries understand how damn hard it is to adopt and make that easier, it's going to continue to be the case that people are going to have kids that maybe isn't the right thing for them or the kids. Yes. And the first adoption agency that Robin and I consulted refused me as a candidate not because of my disability but because I'm in therapy yeah and I had a long long conversation with uh with the agent 
um, over the course of two different phone calls. So this isn't something that I misunderstood. She told me that their policy was that uh, I am ineligible to adopt a child during a time when I am undergoing therapy. Yeah, what she said was, stop having therapy and we can talk. In so many words, yes. And it's hilarious. And I... Like, get less well. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As if the idea is, like, all mental health issues that any person might have are curable and fixable, like (laughs) a broken limb or something, right? It's an ongoing thing. It's like, you know, I'm a celiac. I can't eat gluten. I know what that it'll be that way for the rest of my life. I manage it. Some some illnesses, conditions, whatever you want to call them, you manage them. You don't cure them. And yet the attitude in so many institutions is, well, get that fixed and be like us, and then you can play with our ball. So gross. But they'll hap- they'll happily give someone a child so i and i in fact i asked her i said so if i was if i was for example uh, addicted to drugs or alcohol um and i managed my symptoms that way rather than going to therapy i'd have a better chance of of being able to successfully adopt a child yeah and she said yes yeah it is hard to adopt. It is so hard. Now, I'm not saying that Kenny and Armando would face those kinds of hurdles. And I don't know how it is in Mexico. But when people are like, oh, why don't you adopt instead? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you tried it? So again, before people like came at Madonna and like, hey, you're buying African children. Sometimes that's all you can do. And there was a big thing in this country of people taking, like, Romanian orphans, like, in the 80s and 90s, because it was viable. I remember 10 years or so that I was looking into adopting from, this is with my ex, from from Sudan, because there were so many children left orphaned through no fault of their own. And absolutely no facilities in that country to take care of those orphans. It is impossible to adopt from Sudan. It just can't be done. And the whole thing is just a terrible mess. Yeah, it, and not to, not to center myself in this narrative. Although every now and then I do like a good pity party. Sometimes, but every now and then you fall apart. It's true. Um, it hurts because being a parent is the one of the two things that I have done successfully. The second one is being married maintaining a marriage and it it seems cruel that because of something that I have no control over and had absolutely no choice in I'm considered unacceptable for that position 
yeah, to what, somebody. Yeah, it's, it's awful. What they're essentially saying is, oh, the child might have to live in a slightly different environment to the one I grew up in. Like, that's what they're saying. Like, there's only one kind of environment that's okay for a kid. And that's just crazy. And yeah. Yeah. And sorry. Yet. I'm I'm really sorry, you guys. And please cut that out, Cousin Dan, because nobody, nobody needs to be hearing more poor me from... No, I think that's from this gal I think over it's here. important and I, I think people want to hear this stuff. So don't you dare, cousin Dad. Um anything else about Kenny and Armando? No, just that I'm invested in them as real people yeah. and as a real couple. They get more real, don't they? Um Like I said like last week, I didn't think there was anything else to squeeze from them, but I, I, their sexuality was just the tip, wasn't it? Right? That isn't actually what's interesting about Kenny and Armando. Overall, I, I suppose the last thing I want to say about them is that we have, you and I, have had to make very difficult decisions for the good of our family. Yeah. And, not because of what we wanted at that time. And I think I think Armando needs to really, really carefully think about what is best, not just for me and not just for what I want, but what is the best thing for Hannah? What is the best thing for Kenny? What is the best thing for the dogs? What is... I'm serious. What is the best thing for... Because... Particularly that cheeky new bully breed. If God forbid anything... Now, Armando's been a single parent before. He knows what that's like. And so has Kenny. Mm -hmm. But I don't think either of them loved doing it by themselves. Armando had his parents and I think his parents had a big hand in raising yeah that's the other thing a I'm a little skeptical about I don't about. think I'll have anything to do with any other kid I think Armando doesn't have Stephen I don't mind if you if you promote your podcast here you're an active participant in this community and at a minimum you've earned that Damn so right. please feel free um. Right, Julio and Kirsten. I'm really sorry, <laughs> but I I dissociate during their segments. I guess he took her to the airport and said, "See yeah. ya." That was kind of it. I mean, if we were really funny people, we'd be like, "Okay, next," and we just move straight on from that. I guess we'll say something. I don't have anything new to say. It's the same. It's the same as before. I've... Only that it's rare that you see a couple that have got to the stage of being, you know, the 80-year-old couple who sit in the diner and don't look at each other and don't say a word to each other. Yeah, the dining dead. Right, the dining dead. They got to that stage so young. <laughs> Yeah, they got to that stage so quick. I'm telling and you, I there's... guess it's because it was a relationship purely based on they both found each other attractive. 
but neither one of them has ever had a word to say about the other's personality, interests, hopes, dreams, anything. There's nothing there. There is no there there. And at least, well, they haven't realised it because they haven't split up. I can't believe neither one of them has done the decent it'll, thing. When- it'll just taper off. They're not even going to, they're too boring even to break up in I'll, a dramatic way. I'll tell you what, if it was a Dutch man, I'm not characterising a whole nation, but if it was a Dutch man, yeah, there'd, there'd be a breakup. I don't disagree. <laughs> Can you imagine Jesse putting up with that? Oh, God. When Jesse breaks up with someone, he like writes a dissertation that he then has to make a 12-part youtube series about he's so creepy and whoever's i have done a seminar (laughs) on why i don't want to be with you anymore he and it and it's that you're an alcoholic darce (laughs) it's that you drink too much alcohol Oh, that was awful. It's a it's a deeply. I still haven't seen the last season of Jesse and Darcy. I've still not seen that. I know we need to watch it. I don't know why we. That's the what we. um... He doesn't break up with them on the bias. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my sweet lord! Um, who who is it? These pizza from the inside in a thing we were watching. It was a character in something. We were no, you're right. You're I, right. I can't remember what this it was. is the worst. Yeah, but that's how we've done ninety day. We sort of started it on the inside, right? For me, and worked out. Yeah, we it. did. Yeah, yeah. But we never. I've been watching to... it from the beginning, and yeah. I missed like one season. But I think uh, anyway, doesn't anyway. matter. Uh, Wayne and Holly. Oh, I don't understand this relationship, and I will never understand this relationship. What kind of a relationship is a relationship without any relating? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what he sees in her, and I don't understand what she sees in him. <laughs> I don't... Again, I I don't want to be unkind. I I am concerned that Holly appears to have either scars or bruises on her body that look like bruises, that look suspiciously like bruises that come from being grabbed. Um, but again, it could be a grudge thing. It could have been burned into her. Look, it might have been. I I think she's... I don't think Holly is... Where's the mother in all this? I don't know. Like maybe she let them the be mo- alone for a few minutes. Far too long, I suggest. Like, usually when the mothers come over, and we've had that a few times, um, what was, like, the Islamic storyline where she was converting? What was her name? And her mum was along with her. Avery. Yeah. Avery and Omar. Yeah. Her mum was bloody everywhere, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Couldn't get shot of her. This mum, she's just sort of, you know, swanned off to Table Mountain and got lost. I don't know where she is. Um, but she's certainly not helping anything. Um, yeah, it's a complete catastrophe. It really is. This whole, the safety thing, like, 
please, does anyone listen to us who lives in South Africa? Can you confirm or deny how awful it's being portrayed as? Like, (laughs) the way... The South African Tourist Board must be seeing this and going, Oh, no! (laughs) They're making it look like there's gangbangers everywhere. I have to admit that the extent of my knowledge, the full extent of my knowledge about living in South Africa is down to Louis Theroux documentaries. My only knowledge of South Africa is Bob Mortimer's. All right, let's <laughs> stick on Atletico Mints. That is fine. <laughs> that's yeah, but that's a comedy bit, isn't it? Yeah. Um, a a good friend of my family who is sadly departed is South African, and he was one of the brightest and most brilliant, wonderful, charming people I have ever met. He did not stay in. South Africa, but he contributed. He, he won a Nobel Prize, actually. Um, uh, Wayne Stephen says Wayne makes this look bad, and he lives there. Yeah, you know, my parents went to went to South Africa. My therapist went to my therapist Robin went to South Africa my with her family. Went to South Africa, and all I got was this lousy bill. No, she said it was it was the her favorite place that she's ever been in the world yeah. and that it was the best vacation ever, that it was beautiful, yep. the food was incredible, the mm. people were really nice. Mm. I But it's been portrayed. Again, like <laughs> I, I, I think we said this last week, like the the South African men that have been on this show. Oh boy. But isn't that just but Wayne is in Joburg, right? I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So he's in not a safe neighborhood in a not particularly safe city. Sure. But are they over-indexing a little bit? Well, I just don't understand. I I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would just... It's very odd to me that this is all they're focusing on. Safety, 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 security, security. And it's like, wow, really? Is there nothing else to talk about here? You look like a prostitute. Everyone's going to think you're a prostitute. Everyone's going to murder you. It's like, true. They to, murdered my dog. Tania didn't talk about danger, Stephen says. And Suzette says, like, lots of places lovely for tourists, but terrible for residents. Yeah, I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah, I can, I can see that. It's a miserable old watch, isn't it? It's. I'll tell you what. It's not a selling point to say, "Please move in with me." How about a self defense class? Yeah, that's that's not a that's not an incentive. What did you think during that self defense? (laughs) That was this week. The self defense, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. I felt that that kind of self-defense only works if the person who's attacking you is trying to teach you self-defense. I know. <laughs> like, if the person was actually attacking you, you don't get to say to them, could you just, um, hang on, just, just shuffle shuffle around. Uh, uh, okay, I flipped you. Um, now I have to run away. Oh, hang on, you can run faster than me, and now you've killed me. It seemed to me to be a terrible, terrible idea. To attempt that kind of self-defense. Yeah. Like, the only self-defense that works in those kind of situations are self-defense things which absolutely incapacitate the, the, the guy. And let's say guy. It's almost always a guy, right? But you need, like, kick him in the zucking nuts 
really, really hard. So they can't run after you. But just flipping him over like that. No, that see, that's not true. I know from my one Krav Maga class that I went to, and I swore I would go back because this woman who was <laughs> about, I'm not even joking, four foot eight, absolutely kicked, kicked ass. my ass. Yeah. yeah. It's because you use that person's weight yeah. against them and you th- you throw them by being sort of, you know. I get that. You're underneath them and so you can pivot them over you and I get that. So the guy is now on the ground. Then what? Then you run? You could have run when they first approached you. I think the only thing that she can do is braid her hair, braid some barbed wire into her hair either into a whip or or what we say in this country is a lasso or lasso as you americans say i mean she's she's armed and dangerous yeah didn't the sea snakes in uh game of thrones didn't one of them do a thing with their hair (laughs) i'm sure they did but i'm just saying she could like whip it round you know she could use it to fight yeah, or she could encourage them to turn into snake form and turn her attackers into stone. She could do that. She doesn't have a gorgon face. Oh, I disagree. You don't think she has a gorgon face? Gorgons are beautiful. Oh, are they? That's their whole thing. Oh, okay. You don't... So you, you don't... want to stare at them, then they turn yeah. into stone. Yeah. Okay, okay. Medusa wasn't ugly. That do you True. think people were like, oh look? Do you think she was like, oh look over here? And people uh, went, ah, yeah. uh, no, I'd I'll ra- take I'd a pass. Not, rather not, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, Zola. <sighs> um, good. <laughs> well, they're horrible to watch, aren't they? Really, uh, it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> She's so unwell, and he's missing a. He's a few his jaw, sandwiches short of a picnic, His jawbone doesn't fit in the lower half of his mouth, does it? I find it very hard to I think watch. he's missing several teeth. D- is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think he kind of has like kind of a soft, yeah. you know, yeah. palate kind of issue. Yeah. Oh, Tay, Kimbali, not Kimbali, and TJ, and TJ's brother. And TJ's whole family. Man, did she play that well. I was not expecting. She is a master manipulator. Yeah, I didn't think she would win. But it was the, it's quite good. Like you have a conversation, you escalate and escalate until the other person (laughs) just crosses that line. And the moment they cross that line, you get to say, you cross that line again, (laughs) you know. And it was just luck for her. That he stumbled. What a fool. What a fool he was. Um, But he is right about everything. And TJ's a complete idiot. That was so... It was so hard to watch because it it absolutely revealed what a master manipulator she is. Yeah. And how well... I mean, I still think she wants to zuck the brother. I think she has off the walls uh chemistry with the with the brother with tj's brother but we pay to watch it i think i pay to watch it (laughs) 
There's something, isn't there? There's something there. Yeah, there's, there's none of that with TJ. That's no, the thing with TJ. It's so weird. There's nothing at all. But um, usually I find it really, really lovely when a man defends the woman and takes her side, even if he doesn't necessarily agree with her, because that is ultimately our role not as men but in a relationship to support the other person no matter what right why didn't i feel that (laughs) (laughs) why didn't it give me those good vibes because you couldn't you couldn't see the or you probably saw the puppet strings being pulled you know what i mean like i i seriously think that she it was, it was, and again, like misogynistic trope, but it was like Macbeth going, no, she's all right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to kill him. She reminds me, it in her most unguarded moments, she reminds me so much of this. This is like super uh, esoteric, but um, Amy Sedaris used to play, uh, you all will... No, Amy Sedaris, if you um, watched her seminal TV show, Strangers with Candy, her brother is David Sedaris. If, if you don't know who Amy Sedaris is, look it up. She's a comic genius and a masterful character actor. Um, she played, she used to play a character called Piglet, who like she would put scotch tape on her nose so it would go up like that and it was it was an an iteration of i think her brother their brother paul right and they would the rooster the rooster yeah and so she used to get on stage and she would and she would be like i don't know what this motherfucker's doing over here Last week I came by with a wheelbarrow full of trash and he picked out every last one of my toilet rolls and I said, what the fuck do you think you're fucking doing, motherfucker? <laughs> so much for the Facebook Sorry, Yeah, over. sorry. I know I did all the swearing, but that's... Sorry, Mr. Z. She... Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> Kimberly reminds me... She's got that. She's Kim- got that Kimberly has major piglet energy. <laughs> yeah. Was it Piglet or Nugget? It might have been Nugget. Piglet might have been um what's the other Amy show? Uh where like the at home at home with Amy Sedaris, right? I think there might have been a Piglet character in that. I, there was a version yeah. uh, there was a Piglet like and again versions. it might have been Nugget. Anyway, versions. it doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um but everything like Kimberly <laughs> Kimberly has has this way of talking where she can't and I mean I know I'm one to talk, but she has this this way of speaking where instead of sort of taking a breath and and she'll go, you know, you can't talk to me that way because I deserve respect and I'm going to cuss and this is who I am. Yeah. She, instead, instead she goes, instead she goes, you can't talk to me like that because I cuss and you can't tell me who I am because I am American. <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? That is you. And those are your beliefs. And I don't have to believe what you believe because I don't believe that. (laughs) It's just that everything's made of transients (laughs) in the sound editing worlds. Yeah. 
it's there's just... no sustain. <laughs> it's all it's all attack transients. Um, yeah, it's it's again like she makes me want to use words that are used against women, and I don't like it. But she's so aggressive. She's so aggressive. I don't really. I sort of want to see her. I would. I would love for her to do an Instagram live with Danielle where they just talk oh my God. wellness on, crap to each other. They would get on so well. You think so? Yeah, because they both talk about how awful their their men are and No, but see I I think it would I think it would be a bit like this. I think I think Danielle would be like I, I think if they were in person together, Danielle's definitely one of those people who talks like way too close to you. Right. Don't you think? Yeah. Because she's not I mean, just because God she's, she's little. So, but... Yeah. She's so short. She can't get her face up to your height. Cause... But she's. But so as a result of that, she's always talking very close to very you. Very close and slow. And very slow. What's her breath like? It stinks of raw garlic because she probably... I was so pissed off when she was talking about the pH of that river because there is absolutely no way on earth that she has not put a jade egg up her vagina. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. And has jade got a particular pH? No, but jade is a porous... Stone. Oh, okay. And look, lots of women in the wellness arena. It, if, if you've used a yoni egg, fine. You know what? <laughs> That's great. That's your choice. But yeah. don't talk about vaginal pH and then use yes. yoni eggs because anything porous that you put up there is going to soak up the bacteria on your hand. You can't wash that shit. And it's, yeah, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. I'm not not sex shaming it. Use a silicone egg or something else that's okay for your pH levels. I don't know. It's not something I do. But I I think, yeah, so I think Danielle would kind of lean in and and she'd go, she'd go, Kimberly. (laughs) Because she does a lot of that too. She does the Hard, oh, I'll do it to the camera. Danielle does a lot of hard blink. <laughs> it's not going to work for the pod. Kimberly. 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 Lower. Kimberly. Yeah. What I think you don't understand about your worth as a woman is that you can treat this man however you want. Because you are the American woman, and what you are bringing to that is so valuable. But do you think it would be that, or do you think it would be Clash of the Yonis, and <laughs> and actually they would be like, well, we'll find out in the tell-all, won't we? But I suspect actually what could happen is you don't value that man, you treat him like shit. And the other one goes, you don't value that man, you treat him like shit. Nah. No? No, you think they'll get on? I mean, we'll get to, they'll talk to each other right. during the reunion, won't they? I think Danielle's going to be really nice to her at first, and then then when it gets to... I just, I think they're... I think Kimberly's a jabber, too. 
She's jabby oh, God, with yeah. her finger. Yeah, very jabby. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there's your omnibus, <sighs> Mother Zuckers. All right, gorgeous people. We love you very much. And we will. Kiss the day <gasps> goodbye. Don't worry about tomorrow. We did what we wanted to. Can't forget. Won't regret. What I did for love. <laughs> See you soon. See you soon. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.